Joe Biden claims the mantle of unifier-in-chief, LOL. As of this writing, the Democrats have claimed victory for Kamala Harris and her confused running mate Joe Biden, following numerous reports from key battleground states about hammers, scorecards, and the appearance of strange polling place goings-on, legal challenges and recount demands have just begun. But never-Trumpers, lily-livered GOP goobers, Democrats, and their boot-licking lapdogs in the media heap ridicule on anyone who dares to suggest that maybe, just maybe, there could be a corrupt political operative or two in America— who could have used hacking tricks of the trade and strong-arm tactics at polling places to skew election results. I know, I know. It's as unlikely as gambling taking place in Casablanca, but possible nonetheless. The message from leftists? Move along, nothing to see here. Keep those masks and blinders on. Go home and stay home. Befuddled Biden Cacklin Kamala, the Facebook overlords, and Big Brother will take care of everything. And for a parting gift, choose either this little blue pill or a dollop of Soma. On Saturday, presumed President-elect Biden mouthed some empty words about unity, oily words intended to coat the scurrilous treatment of President Trump by Democrats for the past four years, four years of abuse by conscienceless leftists who wasted millions of hard-earned taxpayer dollars and used the FBI, DOJ, formerly free press, and Section 230 protected social media to take down a duly elected president. The corrosive harpy Hillary Clinton continues to this day to screech the malignant lie that Trump stole the election from her. And now these Democrats expect unity? Two chances for that, slim and fat. Befuddled Biden calls for unity even as he eagerly proclaims that the deceitfully named Equality Act perches arrogantly at the top of his leftist agenda. The Equality Act confers yet more privileges on people based on their erotic desires and practices and their socially constructed beliefs that are used to provide the appearance of a principled grounding for sexual perversion. Worse, The Equality Act formally uproots First Amendment protections for religious free exercise. The only hope conservatives now have to prevent the most serious assault on religious free exercise in our nation's history is the U.S. Senate. And with foolish senators like Rob Portman, Lisa Murkowski, and Susan Collins, the Senate is no sure bulwark against the Equality Act. Since none of these senators and a growing number of other Republicans understand that the social issues are more critical to the health and survival of the republic than our tax rates or business regulations, Biden's divisive commitment to the Equality Act may see success, thereby exacerbating division. And then there's Sandy Cortez, or I mean the more woke Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, daughter of an architect who was raised in Yorktown Heights, New York. As of 2000, Yorktown Heights was over 90% white with a median income for a household of $108,648 and a median income for a family of $137,580. So clearly AOC was a victim of systemic racism. On Friday, AOC tweeted her hope 
that someone is making a list and checking it twice, presumably to ensure that naughty Trump supporters are punished. And I quote her tweet, Is anyone archiving these Trump sycophants for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future? I foresee decent probability of many deleted tweets, writings, photos in the future. End quote. Moments later, former National Press Secretary for the Democratic National Committee, former Deputy Campaign Manager for Pete Buttigieg's presidential run, and former Senior Spokesman for Barack Obama's presidential campaign, Hari Savugan, who grew up in Glendale Heights, Illinois, and attended University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign, tweeted that the blacklist has already been started, and I quote him, You better believe it. We just launched the Trump Accountability Project to make sure anyone who took a paycheck to help Trump undermine America is held responsible for what they did, end quote. The next day, Democrat operative Savugan retweeted this from American writer and former New York Times columnist Anand Girardardis, who grew up in the affluent Cleveland suburb of Shaker Heights and attended the prestigious Sidwell Friends School so clearly a victim of systemic racism. He said, no book deals, no fellowships, no sinecures, no board seats for any of the henchmen and collaborators, end quote. The naughty deserve and will get no gifts. You know, things like jobs, careers, research grants, reputations. The people no longer get to decide who gets a book deal. No siree. AOC, Savugan, Girardardis, and the other Joe McCarthy's who pull the strings of Charlie McCarthy Biden get to decide. Refuse to use false pronouns? Canceled. Refuse to say men can menstruate? Canceled. Refuse to say the union of two men can be a true marriage? Canceled. Served in the Trump administration? Canceled. Nothing says unity quite like blacklists. In Biden's victory speech, he said, and I quote, I sought this office to restore the soul of America and to unite us here at home, end quote. Will Biden condemn blacklists? Will he condemn ideological monopolies among faculty in public universities? Will he publicly say that all children deserve both a mother and a father? Will he pledge to stop using federal funds to subsidize the divisive, revolution-fomenting critical race theory? Will he pledge to allow Christians to live in accordance with their faith, including in how they conduct their businesses? Will he condemn cancel culture? Will he condemn drag queen story hours? Will he pledge to stop allowing schools to force students and teachers to pretend that boys are girls and vice versa? Will he pledge to prohibit doctors from chemically sterilizing and surgically mutilating minors? Will he pledge to protect all humans from conception to natural death? If not, he cannot and will not restore the soul of or unite America. Any Americans, Democrats or Republicans, who do not place the life and intrinsic rights of children first, who do not recognize what marriage is, who do not reject pernicious trans-cultic beliefs and practices, and who do not value religious liberty and speech rights above all others, cannot restore the soul of America.